the podcast crop rising to the top. Be sure to check out WrestleBiz, brother. The podcast presented by Funzy Neutron. Yeah, it's hip-hop meets wrestling, dig it? Powered by Bout That Online. Yeah, www.boutthatonline.com. They get funky like a monkey. Special guests like Tony Iron, Pineapple Pete, The Black Mask, and many more. I'm freaking out. Make sure you tune in. Otherwise, you'll be a jabroni. And you'll miss the interviews, the predictions, the reviews, and just sitting a resound, shooting the breeze. Yep. So tune in and let these guys tell you a thing or two about a thing or two. Need a little excitement? Check out the WrestleBiz podcast. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, Peace Family, we're back with another WrestleBiz podcast lockdown edition with the big dog, Tiny Iron. And, um, you know, usually we, we're much more of a, a jovial mood. And it's kind of unfortunate circumstances. We gotta give, you know, rest in peace and condolences to one of Shad Gaspard, who recently passed away. So, um, Tiny, um, I wanted to ask you some questions about that because, you know, we were speaking earlier, and you even hit me with some information that I didn't know that you had the opportunity to um, meet Shad when you had your WWE tryout, which we spoke about before. So, um, I don't know if you want to give a few words and stuff. Yeah, of course, man. Of course, man. So, uh, first thing, condolences to family. You know, he had a young son and, and, you know, you know, very, very sad, sad circumstances, you know. But, um, yeah, I met I met Shad when um, I had my first trial for the WWE way back early, early 2000s. I mean, I didn't know who he was, but um, I know that out of everybody in that room, he came to me and spoke to me. You know, he gave me some advice. He told me about, you know, some moves that I should do as a big man because Shad is a big guy. He's about six foot seven. I mean, I'm looking up to him. I have to look yeah, up to this yeah, guy. He's bigger than you, which is quite rare. He told yeah, us, oh, you, yep, you got to look up at somebody. <laughs> I had to look up. I was like, rah, okay, I thought I was big, but he was he was like another couple of inches bigger than me, man. I was like, rah, okay. But yeah, he gave me some advice, you know, he gave me like a mood set. You know, this is what big man does in the ring. He does this, he does this, he does, he does this. You know, if you do this well, tiny, you know, you make a good career out of it, you know. So you can see... I mean, he didn't have to come and speak to me, you know, but you can see that's in his nature. He must be a very, you know, very nice, warm-hearted guy, you know, and we kind of kept in touch on Twitter for a little bit after that still. So this was like many, many years ago, though. So I know that he moved on to acting and is trying different things out. But, yeah, so my experience when I had when I met him, he was a very, you know, nice guy, you know, came up to me and spoke to me, you know, wished me well, gave me advice. So... Very sad circumstances, Fonzie. I mean, definitely. And, and it's real that you even say that, that Sean, that you said that, you know, out of everybody, he took his time out to come and, you know, speak to you and give you advice, how to, you could see that you're breaking into the business. You could, you know, extend whatever advice that he could. And even in the output yeah. we've seen from, you know, we've seen the graphs, we've seen superstars from the high end to the bottom end all show respect and have shown love and say, you know, that, you know, he yeah. had a big heart and stuff like that. So, he definitely gonna be sadly missing stuff in the business. Um, you know, do you remember much of the crime time stuff? Because I, I used to love the crime time man, where you know him and JTG. Oh, yeah. 
to me, they were the Nick Harlem Heat, man. They were, they were the Nick Harlem Heat, but more, more, uh, you know, of today's time, you know, they had the whole gimmick. They had the current they had the whole swagger. Yep, they had the current time down, man, you know, representing Brooklyn, representing, you know, just the whole hip-hop sort of feel. I know a lot of people yeah. said that they found it was, um, um, you what? know what like, you know. Yeah, like, you know, what they call stereotypical at the same time, but at the same time, it wasn't. That's, that's wrestling, man. That's wrestling. That we can't, we can't get away from it. Exactly. That could be said about everything. And, you know, those brothers, man, they played the roles really well. You know, they got over with yeah. all, they got over with all fans at the same time, you know, so um Yeah, they were huge, man. When quarantine came, I think it was I don't think people were ready for them, but I think there was a head you know, head. I don't think if we look now at um what are those new guys name, um Dawkins and Yeah, see they don't even come to my brain, you know, brother. I think the only, the only one that comes to my brain is New Day. But I think before New Day it was crime time. That's the only one that kind of they 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 slipped my mind right now. I know who they are. The um they you know they do their thing. Uh, Angelo Dawkins and the other guy and he with Bianca Belair and all. Um, you mean the um the poet not the poets we call them Street Prophets. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah well, Street I mean, even that, the, how crazy is that that the names even just evaded us and even um that you know but. We're still talking about crime time right now, and you know we're still talking about some of the stuff they didn't did. I mean, I think they had Vince McMahon wearing a do rag at some point, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they were all the the stealing all people's um girls and and stuff from the lockers. And <laughs> so I, I know on the WWE Network they're gonna have a whole lot of um you know memories to go back that people will be able to check out and stuff. Um. So Should if, be, man. What, I, I want to know a bit more about what you said, you know, when Shad gave you a bit of pointers in, in terms of how to maneuver in the matches. Was it something that you went on to implement in any of your, your technique or form? Yeah, you know, you know what? Funny, I was very raw at that time. I had my tryout, like, I didn't know nothing about how to wrestle. All I know is to watch it on TV, and all of a sudden, I'm flung into this, this tryout ring, and I'm meant, to, I'm meant to know everything and how to do it. So one thing with me in the beginning, I didn't know how people um, put matches together, like in their brain, in terms of how do you remember how to do this, this and that, and you know how do you how do you manage to put things together? I didn't really learn that in the beginning stage. I didn't really know how to put things together without someone telling me, you know. So I didn't understand that. I think that's the hardest bit was putting things together in sequence and um, making things work, and um, you know making a match, match planning. So when he came and he told me, yeah, just go, you know, this is what a big man does, you know, this is the move set. Boom, you do this and you do that and you try, you know, make this happen and then from there, you hold on, you do this and you do that and you bang, boom, boom. You know, I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, he kind of gave me like a whole match. He, he <laughs> move set of what to do. Game. Yeah. He put you up on some game with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From there, I kind of realized, like, wow, like, this is what this is the kind of stuff I need to learn because these are the WWE guys, you know, these are the top, these are the creme, creme de la creme of wrestling that I was, I was there with. So, you know, but like I said, only he, only he's the one that came to speak to me. Wow. Everybody else was cutting, yeah, everybody else was cutting their eye and, 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 and being mischievous and being, you know, being a hater. But at least, he and everybody, Mr. Gaspar, he's the one that came and said, you know what, how you doing? Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. 
you know. So yeah, brother, man, that was that was definitely mighty good of him, man. And you know, peace with his family in these circumstances and you yeah. know, fans and friends at this time. Um, and yeah. you know what you said was 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 on point, man, because I think sometimes people don't realize the big man's style in wrestling is a different style to where, you know, to the little guys. And, you know, you've had even guys like Kevin Nash and, you know, certain people who have really been able to adapt the methodology to how they work as a big wrestler because you can't go out there and take the same kind of... I mean, nowadays you got some big guys taking ridiculous bumps, I think, for the size that they are. You know, yeah. um, it's, it's a unique style being being big as well as it was. And it's like, same with Shad, he was a beast man. And um, he went out yeah. there and represented him put it out there in the ring and stuff, you know. Most definitely, most definitely. I mean, being a big man, I mean, there's things you probably want to do that you're not allowed to do or you shouldn't You shouldn't be doing. So it's very, um, you can't do everything because like a big man, you can't go high flying because you're taking the shine away from the little guys who are going to do it because yeah. if the big guys are coming out the ring flying, high flying in the air, when the little guys do it, no one's going to really care. Because that six foot nine, 30 stone man just did the same thing. So that'd be more impressive if the big guy did it. But you're taking away from what the small guys do. Yeah. I think every once in a while, it's good for the big guys to, be, you know, pull off certain moves and, and you know, maybe... Yes. One, That's always good. Yeah. What, yeah. So you got to have like one, at least one kind of, raw. I didn't expect that. Raw. That was, you know, one shocker. And that's it. Not too much, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. Yeah, you were the thing that I could learn, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was like advice, though, you know. So, you know, rest in peace, my man. But it was, you know, glad that I've met him, you know. And I know that he would have gone on to do more great, great things in the future. You know, but. Yeah, he was doing some big things. He, you know, he was writing a graphic, he wrote a graphic novel partly and stuff. So, um, and he was doing a lot of movie stuff. And, and, you know, most importantly, taking care of his family and stuff. So, um, yeah, he out with his son at the time, which is a quite, you know, definitely a tragic circumstance, man. But um, oh, yeah, definitely, man. Twenty twenty—it's been such a year. I was saying to somebody there so far, every month, every month. Terrible, terrible. Everything's happening this year. Twenty twenty, everything's happening. Yeah, I don't know whether there was some prophecy. Was there some sort of prophecy like? written somewhere that this is the year where sh where shit go wrong or something. Yeah, I don't well, know, well, apparently it was um not to, you know, deviate too off topic, but some say the whole twenty twelve deal which they had wrong with the whole mind deal which, which calculates to this time now. So is um, <laughs> to say this is the time. <laughs> Boy man. Yeah. I know. Just mysterious shit things are happening, bro. Yeah. Whatever you know. just stay safe, my man. Nah definitely man. Yes. And yourself man, I see you you still look like you're hitting the training real hard man. Bro, you know what? Because I'm on lockdown, bro. I'm just like, look, man. So it's like I'm living in my. It's like, man, they're living in. You see this? I'll see you. This is like probably about what, fifteen? I don't know, twenty kilo. I don't know about probably twenty quid, twenty kilograms. But you know how much it's worth now? It's the gold mine now. People <laughs> are, are hustling weights now because <laughs> the lockdown means there's no weights available to buy. And everyone wants to do waste at home. And I got the iron right here. This is worth this is worth thousands right now. So that's that's the new that's the new hustle. You're gonna be slanging weights, slanging the iron, man. Like the slanging iron. Slinging it by the pound and the kilo, bro. I got the weights here, bro. You know, bro, these weights have been here since I was twelve years old, my brother. They've been with me ever since I was twelve years old. I've I've, I've taken them with me everywhere I go, bro. 
crazy. All my houses are where I live. These weights have never left me, bro. Well, I mean, some things that's it, they hold that certain amount of value. And especially, um, we know in your personal journey when you even started training and that from young, you know, um, inspired by obviously yeah. Mr. T and, and, you know, a lot of the great bodybuilders and stuff. Um, so of course, of course. it's going to have that meaning to you. I could see you with the logo with them, with the iron and all that too. So uh, you already know. Yeah, bro, man. I, I'm just um, kind of, um, what is it? The, the Body Expo is canceled this year. It must be canceled this year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Is no. it the Body Building Expo in Birmingham? Yeah, it's been shut down, man. Uh, most public events nowadays, they're on the Supreme Court. Yeah. Yeah, and I, was, I was looking to go as well, bro. I was looking to go down there as well, you know, <laughs> this year. Body, body power, yeah. Usually good. Yeah, body power, bro. We're going to come link you up, bro, Fonzie, man. You know, have a good time there, bro. Yeah, we're going we're gonna get something together after this. Um, you know, in the meantime, we just gotta stay virtual. You know, we're all locked down right now, and you know, same thing. We're still bringing the business. We're still bringing um the exclusives. We're still letting people know what's up, and you know, that's the best yeah. we can do. You know, and and it's just like with the wrestling business, it's the same. It's it, it keeps people entertained, and um, of course, of course, man, we got things going on. So um, you know, we still gotta play our part. But when this is all over, we're definitely going to party and go wild, man. Definitely. <laughs> definitely friendly, man. Definitely, 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 man. We've got, we got to link up, brother. We've got to do this properly, man. After the lockdown edition, we're going to have the next show. We're going to be doing the live broadcast, man. So we're going to take it. We're going to reverse it. Yeah, live. Live. Live and direct to see what really goes on live. Live time. Yeah. In the streets. In the streets, bro. You already know. The cream of the podcast crop rising to the top. Be sure to check out WrestleBiz, brother. The podcast presented by Funzy Neutron. Yeah, it's hip-hop meets wrestling, dig it? Powered by Belt That Online. Yeah, www.beltthatonline.com. They get Funky like a monkey. Special guests like Tony Iron, Pineapple Pete, The Black Mask, and many more. I'm freaking out. Make sure you tune in. Otherwise, you'll be a jabroni. And you'll miss the interviews, the predictions, the reviews, and just sitting a rizound, shooting the breeze. Yep. So tune in and let these guys tell you a thing or two about a thing or two. Need a little excitement? Check out the WrestleBiz Podcast. 